Hello everybody and welcome to whatever this is. I'm thinking of calling it Developer Diary or whatever, but this may come up every once in a while. Uh, it, it, we don't have a uh, changelog for this week because it didn't need one. So I thought I would put out something a little more personal, um, a little more behind the scenes. Uh, and I didn't want to guess for this kind of thing. I've been thinking about doing an episode about this for a little while. But I'm just now getting around to it. And doing this in front of somebody would be awkward for, for them and me. Uh, so uh, just a heads up. I'm going to be talking about uh, depression and anxiety with game design and podcasting. So this one may be a bit of a bummer. No reason for you to listen to it. In fact, skip it. Don't listen to this at all. Just don't. Just skip right past it. If you're still listening, it's on you. I warned you. This one's going to suck. Okay, so, like, I have anxiety and depression. <laughs> Big fucking whoop. I'm a millennial. We all do, right? But it, it interacts with game designing uh, in a way that, that's very stressful for me. Uh, and I, I think about, it like, as with most things, I'm not very unique. Uh, at least no one thing that I'm struggling with is unique to me. Uh, so I imagine if I'm struggling with this, other game designers must be, but I'm not hearing it. I'm not hearing them talk about this specifically, really. Uh, we all talk about anxiety, but it's more of a generalized, like, oh, the, everything sucks, and I'm tense all the time. So I'm going to talk about it today uh, with a little bit of history, a little bit of overshare. At the beginning of this year, 2019, everything kind of fucking blew for me, suddenly, and without any closure or explanation my brain just kind of gaslit me into thinking i was a garbage human being um and that all the bad things that were happening to me were my fault which at this point i'm i'm getting ready to say probably isn't true uh but um that's what this project came out of uh i needed something to focus on my friend, our, our friend of the show, Riley, uh, really helped me. Both my friend Riley and Matt, you've, they've both have been on the show, were, were really there to help me pick up the pieces and keep me from just completely falling apart. So, so big thank you to both of them. And, then, and, and Riley really encouraged me to do this. So January and February of this year were mostly spent doing the first draft of Hard Space Hustle uh, and then getting all this together. And... Throughout the whole process, uh, I, I've been pretty in a pretty shit place. Um, it's very hard, uh, but it, but having this to focus on really helped me. Just you know, put one foot in front of the other until I could get my fucking brain back together. But I'm an amateur game designer. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> I don't have much confidence in most things I do, uh, and this this is no exception. I've played a lot of games. I've hacked a lot of games. I've been a DM slash GM for a long time. And, and you know, when rules don't make sense, uh, I just fix them. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a thing we do as game masters. After you've been there a while, you kind of know just how to roll with things. And it's hard to, to, like, make that jump, for me anyways, from I'm, I'm just through house ruling stuff to, wait, no, I'm a game designer. And I, I want to tell you all, all right now, 
house ruling is the baby steps into game design. You're you're designing a game, right? You're hacking a game as it was, and and the game design is just hacking all the information you've gathered about games into a different game. Uh, and sometimes it's so hacked apart that it's not recognizable to another one, and then it's it's an original game. Or maybe you're a genius and actually did whole cloth make up your own system, in which case. Fuck yeah. Um, but there's no, there's no school for this. There's no like badge of completion that says you are now a game designer. So I imagine like most, I imagine most people have this problem too of like weird imposter syndrome. Like what the fuck am I? I don't know. Who am I? I don't know shit about any of this. I'm just making things up. Uh, and it's it's kind of hard to stick with it when when you you're hitting things that don't make sense or that don't seem to work and and it's it's really easy to just uh with anxiety when you're I'm assuming I'm doing everything wrong to begin with um it's really easy to spiral into that of being I like I shouldn't be doing this I don't belong here um all of my ideas are bad <laughs> like if one idea is bad it it can really and there's that's so impossibly high of a standard set for yourself you're not gonna have great ideas all the fucking time you're gonna mess up especially if you're not doing uh if you're doing small games like if if it doesn't work it doesn't work you can throw it out but when it's up there's all these different small parts in a bigger game it kind of there's gonna be bad parts and it's fine you've just gotta identify what it is and fix it um and and you will like things. I, I I'd like to see part of the reason I'm doing this project is I would really like to see what like some major games looked like early on in their process. I imagine I may be wrong, but I imagine a lot of them were way different than what they ended up being because no one just gets it right the first time. I can't I can't imagine anybody just gets it right the first time. That's that's crazy. I can't. You, you you get you get what I'm saying. I'm just repeating myself now, um, but it makes it very difficult to stick to it. It it, it gets really hard to think like you're offering anything or I'm offering anything. It's very hard for me to think. I'm like, oh, someone else can do this better, but no one else is right. I need to. It's hard to. I keep talking myself out of things for a hypothetical other person that does not exist um it happens continuously every day especially when my anxiety's high it's just it i think it would be easier to just let all this go stop fooling myself but the truth is i want to be a game designer like real i want it so bad i love this hobby it's given me so much in my life and, and i want to add to it i want very selfishly someone else to play my game that's all I want. All I want is other people to, like, take my game and go have fun with it. I want to be able to, like, easy mode giving other people joy. Um, I can do it right now by running other people's games um, for people. Uh, but that requires an add-on. There's only so much time in the day. I I just, you know, I have a f more than full-time job, uh, a family. <laughs> like, it's... I just, if I can make a game, if I can make games 
and put it out there and just like low key be making people happy that would be great that makes me feel good and it helps it helps my brain so i, I want to keep pushing at it this is no shade on anybody else it's going to sound like it is but i promise wait till the end it's not i'm i'm a part of a lot of game design spaces and there are people who have n half the experience i do or none of the experience i do who are making things and they're so excited and proud and they're just like look at this amazing thing i've done uh and that's great especially like the new people who are coming in i know someone who started i think this year making games and they've made a dozen at this point i think and every one of them they're so excited about and and i found out they didn't even role play until very recently at all and that's great like imagine what people who don't have 15 years of dungeons and dragons clogging up their fucking brain are gonna make imagine imagine what the next like all these people who are coming in because role-playing games are becoming more mainstream who don't have all these preconceived notions about what game design is imagine what they're gonna make it's gonna be great but seeing all these people do cool things and be proud of their cool things and say i'm good at this thing where that's impossible for me i can't it's so it's so hard to even pitch my game to somebody without talking shit about it just to lower expectations because i don't my fear is like i'm like here's this thing i made and i'm excited about and then they look at it and be like oh this is shit and that that's just gonna fucking crush me uh because i am a weenie but it, it, it gets really hard um like why what am i missing that these people aren't. And a lot of people are, will tell you it's, oh, it's the, they're just, it's bluster. It's, it's what you have to do to get yourself through it. And I need to learn that, I guess. I need to learn to sell myself, like, in a way that doesn't make me want to die. <laughs> Here recently, uh, Dungeon Commander, DC, um, did a thread uh, asking people to respond to them with all the, all the tabletop pro, uh, RPG things they're working on and to brag about themselves. And it was great. DC was retweeting everybody that did it. We saw a, a huge number of people get, get exposed because DC has a large audience. And I knew, I knew if I wanted to be successful respond because, because DC didn't put any requirements on it. Like, like a lot of these are like, if you're uh, a queer person, which I am a queer person, but I feel I, it's hard. It's still hard for me to like, accept that kind of because i've i've i don't want to get too much into that but it's it's hard for me to like accept the hand for that one uh because i feel like other people deserve it more uh but they they, they didn't say you had to be trans or a person of color like there was nothing barring me from responding to that except that i every time i, I and i did i wrote I I respond I've like wrote that tweet five times I bet, and then deleted it five times because I don't believe I deserve the attention, which is counterproductive to what I'm trying to do. Uh, and every time I just imagine, every time I was about to hit send, I imagine like 
someone laughing. You're like, I'm like, what the fuck is this? This isn't great. How dare you think this is great? This is an invisible person just dunking on my ass. Uh, it's just me. It's just me. It's just the shitty parts of my brain. So I didn't. And that, that happens constantly. Uh, I don't know how to, I can't promote myself. I don't know how to promote myself. And it's hard enough for me to even post the things I make. Like, I ha I've, I've written a bunch of tiny games that will never see the light of day. My, my itch page has three games on it. Uh, I don't charge for any of them. Which, which Hardspace Cecil is in beta, so I'm not, obviously. But it's just this constant, never-ending struggle just to believe I should keep going. With literally all of my friends telling me that they like what I'm doing. Um, and sometimes that, I'm not going to say that doesn't help. It's very sweet. And, and even if it does, even if I don't believe it, because my brain will tell me they're just being nice. It does help. It means a lot emotionally. But it, it doesn't, I still can't, it doesn't help me get over that hump. And I don't know why. But to keep this from being too negative, I've, I've decided to talk about uh, I can't say these are good, but I, I, can, I can say there are things I have made with Hard Space Hustle that I think are in a good direction, and I think I've managed to impart what I'm trying to. These are things that I am in my own weird circle of, of brain activity am able to say I am proud of. The, the weights system... Uh, I like that idea that, like, I I figured out, like, convictions didn't fit the tone and weights and baggage did. And, and I think it's small, it's tiny and insignificant in, in maybe in the grand scheme of things. But I, I recognize something. I don't think of myself as a very high thinker. I'm a very emotional, like, fly by the seat of your pants type person. Um, I, I have trouble thinking or being too intellectual about things, because I start to feel like I'm getting up my own ass and getting embarrassed. Um, but I think I, I recognizing something that fits tonally made me feel good. Uh, I like what I've gotten to with spend it, being able to spend your failures, making failures a currency, uh, and how that, that makes failing not the worst thing. Um, I like the success options I've gotten on my table with, you know, succeed with a major or minor concession, just succeed or succeed with an additional bonus, even though that's not actually new by any means. But I like it for this game. Uh, and specifically, uh, I like my push yourself mechanic. I think it fits the tone of the game, and I think it, it, it takes a lot of pressure off of the GM to make dangerous NPCs because you're constantly causing yourself hit points and stress damage, which I think is great because your characters are supposed to be hyper-competent, but they're also supposed to take their lumps, and letting it be a player choice instead of you just take damage when you get punched feels good to me for this for what i'm aiming for so that's it those are the things i'm proud of so far with this game so now i'm going to move on to podcasting with anxiety which uh is a whole different thing um 
when you are constantly thinking you're fucking up, one of the worst things you can do is go find proof of all the times you fucked up. Um, so I've got, I'll, I'll finish running a game or talking to somebody or any social interaction whatsoever. And for the entirety of the next day, maybe the next week, depending on how stressed out I was, all I'll be able to do is think about all the ways I fucked up. And, and I know from experience, no one else fucking notices these things. <laughs> No, no one cares. This is a weird form of narcissism. Like, in the end of it, a lot of anxiety is a weird form of narcissism that makes you think all the things you're doing are more, you're more important than you are, which sounds weird for someone who hates themselves <laughs> to, to think you're important. But it's the thing my brain does to punish me is to say that every, every minor interaction that I didn't fucking nail is something that, you know other people are thinking about when they're not they're not fucking thinking about that they've moved on with their fucking lives they had fun they said they had fun they're probably not lying to you they've just moved on with their fucking lives because they're they're not obsessed with every little word you said like you are uh, the royal you me it's me i'm obsessed with the things i said and that's it's just torture it's just me dissecting every social interaction i've ever had and just berating myself for every slight mistake and then same with gaming uh, as a GM, I, I, and I think in the end, it's kind of what makes me a, a better GM. I think sometimes is that I'm, I'm, I think about like what I've done and how I can do it better in the future. But also I think like, wow, I really fucked that one call up. Um, and then I have to go back and edit these podcasts and I hear how often I say, um, and every time I find myself porky picking through a sentence because I'm so anxious that I repeat something uh, over and over again, and I and I get to listen to every thing I missed from a player because we're playing online, and I couldn't hear them, or I'll point out I'll notice a mistake I made. It's just crushing. It's just fucking crushing. It's like. Now, not only am I picking apart everything I've done wrong <laughs> in this entire situation, I have proof of it, and I have to edit it out when I can, and I just, it's like going through everything I hate about myself with a giant highlighter. The other struggle I have uh, is just making things entertaining, uh, because it's a podcast, it's supposed to be entertaining and also test the game, which I, I don't know if is working or not, uh, especially with this. The one you just heard was great. I had so much fun. It was probably the most entertaining one I've done so far, but I don't know if I learned anything from it, if I'm being honest, <laughs> which I, I honestly I needed. So that brings us into like the positives of this, like editing this with anxiety and depression have been really hard on me it's been I, every, every time i've recorded or edited an episode i've wanted to stop but in the last week and a half of this year so so <laughs> just april basically <laughs> i finally started to pull out of whatever 
weird shattered state I've been in. It's not completely, the days aren't perfect. I still go back and forth. So the reason I, the first play test was with the people it was with, uh, wasn't happenstance. It wasn't just for random friends. It was for the friends that I trust the most. I've, I've played with them in regular games. Uh, they all know me. They, they all knew what situation I was in. They all knew that I am a good game master sometimes. They all like me. They've all been nice to me. Uh, and I needed that safety net for the first step. Uh, and it was great. And it was good to reconnect with them. And it meant a lot to me that they all agreed to do it. And then with the second one, uh, I reached out to Quinn, which was a hard step because Quinn uh, is, quote-unquote, a legitimate game master and podcaster, which is dumb, of course. Everybody, like, Quinn's a human. Uh, Quinn is just a normal person with normal anxieties like all of us. And the reason I picked Quinn to begin with was Quinn talked to me. Quinn's talked to me on Twitter for a while now. We, we, Quinn is very friendly and approachable in that way. Uh, and I did. I, I reached out to Quinn. Quinn was very positive. Quinn suggested Joe as a player. Um, Joe is, which this brings us into like why I'm still doing this. Uh, I got to meet Quinn. I got to talk to Quinn. And I got to meet Joe. I'm meeting so many people who are amazing and just great influences on my life. So Quinn, Quinn's great and very supportive. Joe is amazing and supportive. But I didn't know them. And that was stressful. Uh, so I got Amr on. I've met Amr in person. I know Amr is a very sweet person. But I don't know Amr. I haven't known Amr for very long. So it was really important for me to get Coaster on this one. Uh, not only because they are very entertaining uh, and nice uh, and, and fun. But also because I've known them a long time. And we've played games to games together before. Uh, and Coaster is one of the few people who have never given me reason to think they might hate me. <laughs> Uh, for whatever reason, I don't know. It's just th that they've, uh, for some reason, they don't pique my anxiety like a lot of people do. And so I needed I needed Amar and Coaster to help me with that one. And because Quinn was so amazing and nice and easy to get along with and helpful, I was I was able to like make the next jump, which is possibly the biggest jump. I've been a fan of Cinda and Andy for a very long time. They're, they're two of my favorite podcasters, but th they're also people that I've talked to, but not so much that like it was easy. They still seemed a bit out of reach. Uh, but because Quinn was so open and, and inviting to the conversation of being on, I went ahead and asked and they said yes. And I had them on and even though, like, there will be other guests that I know less, that was the scariest one for me because I also wanted, uh, I want Cinda and, and Andy to be my friends, <laughs> if I'm honest. And so the pressure to not fuck up was real high. And I didn't have, like, a, a friend there with me on that one. And then I had a last-minute move and, like, had to find a last-minute replacement. And I, I asked in one of the game design spaces I'm in, and Natalie responded. And 
honestly, that drove my that drove the anxiety even further through the roof because I don't know I didn't know Natalie very well, uh, but I had heard her on some other game design podcasts and I'd, I'd read some of the games she had made, uh, and I'm I was really like uh, impressed with her uh, game design chops, as it were, or game design opinions, whatever you want to call them. So I was a little intimidated, like, oh, if if anybody's going to know how bad my game is, it's going to be Natalie. But then we had the game, and surprise, surprise, Natalie turned out to be great. You all heard it. That was an amazing session. I, uh, Cinda and Andy were amazing. We had a lot of fun. We laughed a lot. It made me feel really good for the first time about what I'm doing. And then, like, after this, uh, I I was... My brain was hit with ir- irrefutable proof that some people like liked me, and it kind of broke, kind of broke my brain. Uh, like things that I couldn't deny of them just being nice to me because they weren't directing these conversations at me. And then I started asking more people to be guests because Quinn and the the Sasky ladies were so cool. And the, the you'll see the guests coming up. Like everybody was so cool. And I've gotten to meet so many nice people, and I got to be a guest on Housing Station, which Nora and Riley are my friends. They're very good friends. Uh, but I also got to meet Vita and Alice on, on the Housing Station podcast, and that was amazing. And so while this fucking sucks a lot of times, and, and I don't want to keep going, and, I, you know... It, it it hurts, like, causes me physical pain sometimes <laughs> to keep hearing and seeing all the ways that I am deficient in some way. This is this has been very good. Uh, hard but good. And if you're out there, like, struggling with this too, if you're a podcaster or a game designer or just a normal fucking human... Who who struggles with human uh, human who struggles with humaning? Let's be honest. Uh, you're not alone. Um, you don't suck. I keep saying you don't suck, but you don't. You don't suck. That's why I'm putting it there <laughs> at the end of every show. And and if you have stories like this, because I don't know if they're told enough. I don't know if more enough people are talking about being afraid of 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 being bad (laughs) or stuff i don't know it's i feel a lot like i'm the only one struggling which is a depression thing i know but if you're dealing with it too and you want to talk about it uh my twitter is at iolo it's e-y-o-l-o um if you don't want to go through the playtest pod uh twitter or you know just reach out to me or somebody and talk about it because you can't we're not like everybody this shit sucks uh and doing it alone is not going to help the, the the worst thing your the the biggest lie your brain tells you is you're alone and you need to do it alone, but you're not and you don't. So that's it. That's my 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 big bad sad anxiety podcast uh, about how I suck at everything and hate myself. Uh, but I, I I I really enjoy this and I really enjoy everybody coming along with me and being nice. Uh, so with that, I'm gonna end. I'm not gonna. Uh, uh, this has probably not been edited because if I listen to it, I won't put it up. There's probably not going to be bumpers. There might be a bumper. There might be a bumper. I guess you'll know. You'll know. But, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much. Uh, And remember, the world may suck sometimes. And honestly, you might too. But 
that's okay. We all suck. I love you anyways. Have a nice